Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. I think the Patriots would be a great fit. And, and listen, I know a couple weeks ago people were saying, you're crazy, the, the Bill issue, Billy O, they don't, they don't get along. Well, he went and took a visit. So I think you could put that to bed. They probably have their differences, talked about it, now that's over with. Billy O knows exactly how to use D-Hop. And you have to understand, having a Hall of Fame head coach, having a young quarterback, the Patriots have a lot to offer D-Hop. He's already made a lot of money. So at this point right now, you go to a team, nobody's talking about the Patriots. Everyone thinks they're going to finish last in the division. I don't think so. They're going to be very tough on defense. Offensively, they have a great running game. Their offensive line is going to be tough and physical. They need a go-to guy on the outside so Mac Jones can throw to a person that has the toe-touching ability, the toe-tap, the range that he has, toe-tap. So I do believe that that would be a great fit. And then you have two two bills, the OC and the head coach, that would be able to manage at this age, D-Hop, how does he practice? How does he prepare? Mm. I don't think they have to worry about that. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. All right, Dookie. Sometimes I give myself My first CD was this CD. That's a banger. Uh, Great CD, Green Day. Thank you, Mr. Braverman. So that was Rob Ninkovich, and uh, sadly, he was just part of the layoffs at uh, ESPN. I'm sure he will get back on his feet. Uh, Great uh, help to the Greg Hill Show and uh, obviously Super Bowl champion with the Patriots. Uh, I don't share quite as much optimism, but I... I believe strongly after our interaction in Nashville with a very powerful member of the Titans organization who told us that um, the Titans have money, but Mr. Kraft has a lot more of it when it comes to the decision and where they'll, they'll allocate their resources for the acquisition of DeAndre Hopkins. So if it is about the money, I think the Patriots sign them. There is no excuse for them not to, um, but... Just to get to what the timeline that you you introduced your timeline about you know where things went awry and that Bill Belichick never really wanted Mac yep. he was there at fifteen and Kraft had them draft him for me the timeline really is after the first season the pandemic year where the Patriots went seven and nine mm-hmm. five and nine against everybody but the Jets <laughs> um, Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl the Patriots look awful. I mean, as dumb as rocks. Robert Kraft is livid that he listened to this guy saying that Tom was done and Tom went to the losingest franchise in the history of American team sports and won a Super Bowl in his first year. So he opened the checkbook. He said, all right, have at it. Fix this as quick as possible. I can't tolerate this kind of losing. They spend a record amount of money in that offseason. And 
at 15, a quarterback falls into their lap, whether it was Bill's decision, Kraft's decision. You might be right. Ken's been on this for a while. They had to take a quarterback because he was so valuable in that spot that they would be foolish not to, considering how poor Cam had played the year before. Cam goes to Atlanta at the end of the summer, a visit that was not approved with the with the protocols in place with COVID, forced to miss practice. Mac comes in, takes the job. Cam gets cut by Patricia. The rest is history. That year, Mac performed, I think, better than Bill had anticipated. Mac was ready to go because of Saban, the pro offense at Alabama. They get to the playoffs, and it was, wow, I'm on board. We're, we are a playoff team. At one point that year, they were the favorite to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. They were the one seed. They had a seven or eight game winning streak. Then down the stretch, they had that loss on Saturday night against the Colts. Obviously, the, the, the Bills game that wasn't in a windstorm, they got demolished. And then they had the game in Buffalo where they didn't force a punt. Ran out of town. So we land where we are today because Bill Belichick has publicly and privately stated that he's done dealing with people he doesn't want to deal with. He doesn't want to coach a-holes. He doesn't want to work with coaches that are a-holes. He wants people that genuflect in his presence. Mac didn't do that when he saw the coaching staff last year with the Patriots offense. And since then, they have been on different paths. Bill wanted to embarrass Mac last year when he was injured. When he came back, he did the Monday night game. Of all the things that have happened, uh, you know, we have AD and BC. Yep. For, for me, it's AB after Brady. Of course. Of all the things that have been done that have just been, you know, historically stupid, the the approach to the Monday night game against the Bears was a singular fireable offense by oh, the head coach of the Patriots. Disgusting. You go on, they thought, Bill thought, no matter what, we're going to win the game. The Bears suck. I can stop Justin Fields. He makes mistakes all the time. I'm going to use this as a night to embarrass Mac Jones on the biggest stage possible remaining, which is Monday night football. And Mac throws a horrible pick, I mean, indefensible interception, on their third possession of the game, and then he gets benched when the crowd's chanting for Zappy. Mac's family leaves at halftime, and you just create this dumpster fire. And if Robert Kraft had a shred of power left within that organization, he would have used it after that. He would have used it several times. But all we've done is allow ourselves to be played by lip service within the Patriots organization instead of judging them by the actions that they have made. So do you just think Bill has gotten, like, senile or dumb in his older age? Because by all accounts, when Brady was here, he was never this stupid, right? He would but never he make a decision He was pretty dumb. Like I mean, in 06, the best receiver on the offense was Jabbar Gaffney or Rache Caldwell. But he immediately fixed that, right? Like, as soon as, as, soon as that happened, he's like, but okay. But how in God's name do you allow it to get to that point? How many times over the course of the Patriots' history has Bill been slow to spend on offense? Has he been slow to accept that things have been changing? Has he? He still doesn't accept the fact that it was Tom. Sure, but but he adjusted, right? Like again, I I understand the 06 season, but he adjusted but, finally when Antonio Brown after the season already began in 2019. But, but in that 06 season, like they were a half a football away from making it to the Super Bowl, right? But that I, was literally because of one man. I I understand. I don't disagree with you. I think Tom Brady is God's gift to Earth. He's amazing. Right. I agree with you okay. on every account from Thank that you. angle. We'll but, save that. But any time that that had been an issue, right, Belichick adjusted. 06 didn't go his way. What did they do? They went and got Wes Welker. They went and got Randy Moss, Correct. right? Like, 
They've always overcorrected. Was has it been a little late sometimes? Sure, but they 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 overcorrected and readdressed. Right, which is why the Joe Judge placement still on this staff shows that there have been real, real, just massive, just losses of either perception, reality, or it's deliberate. These are deliberate choices by Belichick antagonizing Robert Kraft. But so because he knows he can't get fired because like Wiggy says they'll never fire Belichick. So he knows he's in a position where he can't get fired. He feels like Robert is meddling too much and he's antagonizing against him. So I mean if that's the case they're doomed. Oh, I mean, I, I agree. I think they are doomed. That's exactly kind of where I land is that oh this team is screwed until either Bill retires or Robert sacks up enough to can him. This team is screwed. I mean, the the only one that the, the where you have some I I cannot give you an answer is the Joe Judge situation with this team, right? It, because it's even Matt Patricia last like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, we all knew it was going to be bad. Every person on the planet, there wasn't a human being that said Matt Patricia is going to be a great offensive coordinator. No, and not even, a single one. And even Cam Newton, it was he was so bad. Oh my god, that they Horrendous. had to finally move past him, and they did. Yep. This team now, I just, I, if if that is the case and that Robert and Bill are just in a sandbox, you know, establishing P corners, it is dark days ahead for this team. Uh, we'll get your thoughts on the 617-779-7937. Let's go to your calls. Tim and Lowell. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good morning, boys. I'll tell you, Shime is right. Belichick has taken shots at Bob Kraft twice now in the last several months. At the podium when he refused to answer the question about Gerard Mayo, that was an insult. And then when he mentioned about how low their spending was, if you recall, about six months ago. But here's the thing. It is time for him to go. He's turned into the Cleveland Brown, Bill Belichick, self-destructing just like he did there. But trade him. Get something for him. Trade him to Dallas. Dallas, Jerry Jones, Mike Dickey's a coach away from a championship. Get some good return draft picks for him or camp somebody. Get something for him, and then he can take him and his kids out of town, make make O'Brien the head coach, make Gerard Mayo the defensive coordinator. Maybe you can bring back Nick Casario as a general manager. Dude, it's time to move on from him. It's only going to get worse from here on in. Kraft's been insulted by him. Stand up and do the right thing, Bob, and get rid of Belichick. Yeah, I it is going to get ugly this year if the team doesn't show marked improvement because oh without a doubt they're whatever they believe the uh allure of the patriots pursuit of shula's all-times wins record it pales in comparison to the vitriol that will be slung in the direction of this organization if they are mediocre and in last place again this year yeah there is uh this is going to end poorly like I remember, Tom. It was Tom Brady Senior who said things would end badly here between like Tom and Bill and oh. and the organization. I I think that applies equally as much, if not more, to Bill Belichick and Robert. Kraft. Totally. I remember Ken and I had a conversation about this during one of the peeing matches with those two, and I said that if you thought the fireworks with Brady oh. and Bill were 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 intense, they won't hold a candle to the. Absolute. I mean, it'll be Costner-esque, the divorce. It's I like mean, comparing sparklers to a 4th of July fireworks bonanza. Consider the amount of dirt those two have on each other <laughs> over the last 20 imagine. years 
Oh, my God. It will be. But that's part of the reason why it may never happen. That they've already agreed that Mayo's going to be the guy once Belichick gets the wins record. But it's just so disappointing and disheartening. What we thought this organization was and what they are without Tom Brady, it was all him. It was all Tom Brady. He was the one that demanded they needed to win. He was the one that didn't tolerate mediocrity. Look at what they've reacted to when the team has been mediocre, when the rest of the division has elevated at every position. The Jets had one major flaw. They brought in a future Hall of Famer to address it. The Patriots have several, and they're basically unchanged. What's the left tackle right now? Who is it? Who are the right? Who's the right tackle? You have no tackle. They don't have a starting tackle on their offensive line in a division with some of the best defensive lines in the NFL. With with the Dolphins, they had some issues on defense. They bring in one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. They weren't sure about Tua. They bring in Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Like they every other team around you is making complete changes and improvements to everything they needed to improve upon, and yet you sit there twiddling your thumbs. And you have a co- you have an owner in Robert Kraft who says there's going to be accountability. Where? What's the account- I haven't seen a any. press release? That's your that's your <laughs> accountability of Bill Belichick. It really seems to have affected him. I mean, uh, yeah. he's changed entirely. He's, he seems on edge. His coach came back for no reason, got fined for an OTA and violation, got and got promoted. <laughs> like Curtis, isn't it great that someone can agree with you on this stuff rather than Ken always well, fighting you well, on here's this? Here's the issue with Ken: is he agrees, he just plays an act on the radio, and he sucks at it. Let's go to Braverman. What's trending? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm a big fan of Mac. I think he came to us as a rookie. Um, He quarterbacked in his rookie season and did a very fine job, I thought. We made the playoffs. Um, I think uh, we experimented with some things last year that, frankly, didn't work when it came to him, in my opinion. And um, I think... We've, we've made changes that I think put him in a good position to excel. Look, in the end, Bill is in charge of my football team and makes the decisions of uh, who should start and who should play, and he's done a pretty darn good job of it for the last, when you think about it, 24 years. My favorite trick that people like to do, especially the Patriots, is in one breath they tell you, we only pay people on future performance. We're not paying you for things you've done. Yet when there's a little bit of heat and they feel it, they immediately go back to what they've done. Throw your resume at you. And not what they will do. I think he's done a pretty good job the last 24 years. Oh, okay. Well, how's he done when he, when he hasn't had the greatest player in the history of the sport playing the most important position? <laughs> well, that's and, the, the, the magic of Bobby Houdini, Curtis. You, 
You see one thing over here, poof, look right. this way. It's it's just I, – I, and why are it's you caught – done a pretty darn good job of it for the last, when you think about it, 24 years. Wow, that's great. Let's <laughs> talk about it. You know, you know that he worked for Ted March about the last three years? Well, and why are you publicly commenting in a way that you never used to if he's done such a good job of it? Why are you so openly criticizing what the team has done if he's brilliant and he's been brilliant at it for 24 years? You can't have it both ways. And what he's done, Robert Kraft, is publicly condemn, but privately support in every way the head coach and general manager of the Patriots. You think a press release and, you know, uh, a poorly timed comment about Meek Mill is really going to, you know, Meek Mill saying that Lamar Jackson wants to be a Patriot? Do you think any of that's really causing Bill Belichick to feel heat? Does he look in any way like he feels like he has to change anything? No, but I I think... All things being equal, Robert Kraft should fire Bill Belichick. Like, he if if this is how he feels and he feels the team needs to be in a certain direction, like he should fire Bill Belichick. But he can't. He feels like he can't. He's handcuffed because he can't. He let Tom Brady walk out the door, and Tom Brady went and won a Super Bowl. So now, if he gets rid of Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick breaks Shula's record somewhere else and happens to win. Somewhere else, the Patriots look like the most foolish franchise to have ever walked the face of the earth after winning six Super Bowls. So it's like you're in, you're right now. You've kind of dealt yourself into this impossible situation. Well, what I will never understand, and it's something Ken and I argue about, is what the lack of spending is all about. If if Robert Kraft really wants to win, and he says he does then why are they 30th today in cash spending after being 27th the last three seasons? I, The only explanation I have is that they feel they feel like they were able to do it for 20 years and can't convince themselves that it was all Tom Brady. Like, that's the only, the only logical explanation I can come up with. Other than, because outside of that, if you're just, if you want, if you claim you want to win, you're either telling, you're just lying to our face and you actually don't care about winning. You just don't want to spend money or you do care about winning and you're stupid enough to not spend money, which I don't think they're stupid. So it's like, it's really hard to kind of comprehend exactly where they sit. Like it's, I don't, I don't know what to think of them. They're, they're saying one thing and doing another and yet there's no logical explanation for it. Yeah, and I remember the press conference where Belichick mentioned the 27th in cash spending yep. at the conclusion of the season. Was that before or after the – I think it was before the Herald story. Maybe it was right around that same time. And people like Ken were saying, oh, it's no big deal. He's just citing the obvious and all this stuff. If Bill Belichick publicly states with the payroll of anything, has he ever publicly said the the cash figure of a contract? I don't think so. I, I mean, think he pulls like a, a, a what Wick does whenever he's on with us, where it's like you know I'm not going to tell you about contracts, right? And it's unbelievable to me that you have this moment, which crystallized to me the chasm between the coach and the owner of the team, without a doubt. And we were twenty seventh in the league in cash money. And Bill, you know, he tried to clean that up a couple weeks later at the uh, combine where he said, well, I was asked a question and I answered it. Oh, yeah, Bill. We spend the cap every year. Oh, Bill, when you get asked a question, you always go out of your way to accurately answer it. I mean, how dumb do you think (laughs) people are? (laughs) Oh, I was asked a question. It's like Will Ferrell and and, uh, Austin Powers. Oh, you asked me three times. I have to tell you. Um, So... 
of course he was making that public because, of all things, the crafts are uber-sensitive about that and that dollar figure. Yep. So we sit here now, I don't know, four or five months later, and nothing's changed. They're, they're worse. They're worse. So it, it feels like the two parties, being Kraft and Belichick, are locked in this sort of awkward stare-down where Robert doesn't want to give more money to Bill because the last time he gave Bill money, it was at best you know, mediocre, the results. You know, you got really one stud in Matthew Judon. You got an okay player in Hunter Henry, but you had a huge whiff with, with, with uh, Johnny Aguilar. Smith and Aguilar and all that. But you look at the rest of the conference and the rest of the division, and it's never been more apparent that you need to start throwing some money at these problems. Every other team is spending money, whether it's Miami on Tyreek Hill, the Jets on Aaron Rodgers, like uh, the Bills on Von Miller. Every other team continues to throw money at players. Right. Except and the Patriots. I just am sitting, you know, we sit here today and we're about a month to the day away from the start of uh, veterans arriving for training camp at uh, Gillette Stadium. And I have, I, I have much, I, you know, I have faith in Mac Jones in this offense. I think it'll be much better. I think the defense will be a little better. But the rest of the division is just that much better. And the conference is as tough as it's been in my lifetime. So these sort of somewhat, you know, steps in the right direction are not maintaining the distance that you need to come up with or, or make up with the other teams that you're competing against. They're taking, like, toddler-sized te- steps. Everybody else is doing hurdles, like on the 100-meter hurdles, towards being a better team. It's it is they are just slowly moving along and like oh it's an incremental step here it's nothing crazy and yet you know the Jets are now in prime position people think they're going to win the division I don't quite buy that I think I think they're a playoff team but like you said like they'll choke in the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers right but, but yesterday they're going to be a great that? regular season team. was it Herb Street who said that that the Jet no, no uh, uh, it was Orlovsky but the Jets on the same. Uh, uh, plain as the Kansas City Chiefs, which is so dumb. It's it is insane. But it, in the regular season, another I buy UConn it. moron. <laughs> uh, in, in the regular season, though, like I buy it, right? Like, at least in the regular season, I think the Jets are going to be really good. The Bills will be really good because they have Josh Allen, and as long as two is healthy, Miami's going to be really good. Right. Come to the playoffs, anything could happen. But you got to at least be good in the regular season to get to the playoffs. And I don't. I have. I know you have far more confidence in them to take a step forward than I do, but. I just look at it and I don't. I, I guess I don't know where that confidence comes from. Like I, I know you believe that Mac can be better, but they're not. They haven't done anything to get better. Like it, as it a just, team, it's just more of a slight as to how bad the dysfunction was and the depths that that reached last year from Patricia Judge, Mac, Bourne, the sort of the different factions where you had. We all believe David Andrews, Bourne, Mac were sort of a team, and then there was Trent Brown that was liking posts about Brady coming back, <laughs> and you had this bizarre dysfunction. But I'm actually interested. I see some of the calls here. 617-779-7937. Where are you today on the Patriots entering the season? Where are you on Belichick, Kraft? I would love to get your thoughts because, you know, I don't want to have a, uh, you know, just us here screaming at each other. I'd be interested <laughs> in what you guys think. David and Worcester, what are your thoughts here on uh, Belichick? I stopped drinking the Belichick Kool-Aid when he benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. I screamed at the TV set the whole time. I'm very curious what it takes for people to stop drinking the Belichick Kool-Aid. He's just, 
done one stupid thing after another, and it is time to move on from that guy. Well, it's because I, I think, at least for me, right? Like, I still believe Bill Belichick is a fantastic coach. A hall, like, he is still that Hall of Fame coach. He's making a lot of stupid decisions, but you see so many sparks of it in the season, especially with the defense. Like, the way he can embarrass a quarterback like Justin Herbert, who, in my opinion, is one of the best quarterbacks in football. Like, he goes out there and makes him look like, like a toddler on a football field. And, and so there's just... There's sparks to what Bill Belichick still does as a head coach that make me makes me believe in him still. But as a GM, I think at this point I've lost all faith. How about as a coach when he benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl? Yeah, but I How mean, yeah, the next year he came How back and won the Super Bowl. That? How could you get past that? Because they won the Super Bowl the next year against the Rams, based primarily as much as we love Tom Brady off the defense. That was yep. a defensive one Super Bowl, yep. and. I, when it comes to the defense, I give Bill Belichick all the credit in the world. Could it, could it be could it be Philadelphia? Yeah, no, I, I sure. I'm with you, David. That that game has has supplanted the uh, the Giants' two Super Bowl losses as the one that it's on TV. I turn it off right away because I get so enraged watching Nick Effing Foles mm-hmm. beat the Patriots on a on a perfect night from the quarterback, but. We can't go back in time and fix that. And the fact that they won the Super Bowl the next year kind of mitigates some of it. But that win and that season may have been the real precursor for the world we currently live in, in insofar as Bill had this horrible decision. They lose the Super Bowl. They come off the field, Tom's miserable, all that. Ask Mr. Kraft, you know, he just wants to be appreciated and have fun. You go into 2018, and... You are, you know, middling for most of the year. You're not great. You you catch a little fire towards the end. You beat up on bad divisional opponents. And you host the Chargers in the divisional round of the playoffs because the Eagles beat someone in the final week of the season. The Bills, maybe. I don't know who it was. No, I don't know who it was. But there was a game late in that season mm-hmm. that enabled the Patriots to get the bye, the second bye that no longer exists. Yep. And they hosted the the Chargers. And they, they kicked the crap. They out kicked of the, the crap out of Philip Rivers. It was an early one o'clock start for the West Coast Chargers, <laughs> yep. playing in cold. Perfect situation. Then you go to the the Chiefs and you shut out Mahomes in the first half. Brilliant defensive game plan by Belichick. You use Sony Michelle. You go the first drive of that game. I believe it was like an eight minute plus drive. The Patriots yeah. got the ball to start, and they scored a touchdown. They were up fourteen nothing. A great pass to Dorsett to end the first half. But any other team gets blown out of the building in the second half because Mahomes became Mahomes. You can't stop him forever. Tyreek Hill got open. They were going up and down the field. And Brady, with that fourth quarter, three fourth quarter touchdown drives, the touchdown drive to, to begin overtime, three third and tens, just one of the most amazing drives any quarterback has Insane ever had performance. in that situation, which led them to the Super Bowl. The Saints get screwed by the refs against the Rams. The uh, Rams go that. to the Super Bowl, and then you beat the Rams. I don't know if you beat the Saints. I'd like to think you would, but who knows? The Rams but were a better matchup. you pants Jared Goff, and exactly. you just walk to a Super Bowl. So you don't allow a touchdown. You win 13-3, to and you, you, know, you move on with your day, and you win your sixth. And that, I think, made the people in charge believe Wow, maybe we don't need Tom as much. That they was a completely defensive... forgot the second half of the Chiefs game. Exactly. Ignored that entirely and just thought of the first half of that game, the Chargers game in the Super Bowl, like, oh, we can win with defense. Exactly. 
it, not with not understanding the way the NFL had gone, not understanding the benefit they got because of the bad missed PI call in the Saints and the Rams Tennessee title game. You get into this and you're like, okay, well, Tom won a six. Tom's going off that field saying, all right, I'm going to get that five-year deal I've been waiting for. I told them I'm going to play into my 40s, and this is where, you know, what else do I have to do other than win my sixth Lombardi championship and sixth Lombardi trophy, my sixth Super Bowl championship, and go off, you know, and get to retire here? Well, that flies in there. That, that does not go well. They enter the 2019 season knowing that they didn't come to an agreement they sign a contract that led to the exit. Tom puts his house in the market on August fourth of that year, and the rest is history. That's such a good point because you look at that. You look at that Super Bowl, and if it if they get the Saints, it's in a dome in Atlanta. Like, there's no way you're holding Drew Brees to three points. No, there's way. no shot in hell right. you're holding them to three points. And look at what the Saints have done to Brady when he went to Tampa. <laughs> and it's just this. They gave. It gave Bill Belichick and this front office a false sense of security. Right. Oh, we can do it without Tom Brady, which was clearly not the case. Right. If if they, if they don't have Brady in that second half with one of the all-time second halves, they lose, and then it's they lost the Super Bowl without Butler. They lose in the AFC title game. Oh, my God. And the rest is totally different. Everything is different. And the way you think of those times, if they haven't won since the Butler play, you think the Butler talk is bad now? I had a guy come up to me at the Nashville uh, Great Hill Foundation golf event who's like, ah, just enough of the Butler talk. Well, if you think it's bad, imagine if they never won again. Oh, man. I can't even I can't even fathom what it would have been like in this city to lose twice, two ga- two times in a row, two seasons in a row like that. And then and then who knows? They probably wouldn't have started 8-0 the next season, and Tom Brady wouldn't have been the most miserable 8-0 quarterback in football. Right, and this is why I'm a verbal learner. I didn't even think of any of that. That makes perfect. We just did that off the, on the fly. Look at us. That makes perfect sense. This is problem solving. Exactly. Troubleshooting. It's called a uh, Socratic method. Uh, let's go to Joe and Moonsocket, a huge fan of Socrates. Good morning, Joe. Hey, how are you doing? Good. No, I'm just curious. Uh, when Robert plans on retiring, because I'm curious how Jonathan feels about Bill Belichick, how he would handle the situation. No, it's an interesting point, Joe, and this is obviously speculative because we don't know the feelings publicly of Jonathan Kraft. I will just say in my experience, um, I've never actually spoken to him. I've had interactions around him. I know people that know him well. He is an alpha. He is a guy that is engaged, that is uh, that has very high standards, and I believe that there will be, not saying there isn't a sense of urgency, but I believe that when Jonathan takes over, whenever that is, maybe it's next year or in 15 years, that you will know it. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I think that you will feel the the uh, the foot the fingerprints of Jonathan Kraft in a way that you may not right now. And I think also, too, it just... It's very much in line with the fact that, you know, new guy takes over, whether it's GM, you know, uh, vice president or president or owner, whatever, whoever the new ownership is, the new guy in charge is, they like to put their people in positions of power. And I don't think Belichick would necessarily be considered a Jonathan Kraft guy. And so I wouldn't be shocked if Jonathan wants to just start fresh with his people in place to go forward. Yeah, I, wonder, like, I think that makes total sense. I wonder if Belichick will have a problem with Robert Kraft having his son replace him. I don't know if he has an issue with mm. kids being on staffs. So maybe we can get into that later. Let's go to Lou <laughs> in Maine. Good morning, Lou. Good morning, guys. Hey, I just wanted to defend my position that the Patriots are going to win the AFC East oh, this boy. year. Okay. Okay. What's changed Without since the last time we spoke? Listen. All right, so 
what you didn't let me get out is the schedule. The schedule is the key. It's an awful uh, because schedule. Because the AFC East, the, the, listen to this. The AFC East crosses over with NFC East and AFC West. So sure all of four teams have to play the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. Yes, they do. The Pats and the Jets get to play all three of those at home. The Dolphins have to play all three of those plus the Baltimore Ravens on the road. How many wins for the go? Patriots, Lou? Uh, 11. Okay. 11. How good six. were the Patriots at home last couple years? Oh, yeah, they were hey, really let me bad. Just finish with I nothing. think they've had the Bills, seven double-digit losses at home in the last three years. <laughs> like, they were awful at home the, the last Bills, couple years. The Bills have to play mm. not only the Eagles, Chiefs, and Chargers, but also the Bengals on the road. And the Jaguars, which was supposed to be a home team, that got sent to London. They're going to play at Tottenham Hotspur. The, yes, and they catch. The Bills don't win that game. The Bills don't beat the Jaguars. Josh Allen, I mean, Lou, 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 Lou. Josh Allen has never lost a game in London. Did you know that? The Jags. <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, he every week he calls I'm in sorry. to talk about a bet Here's... that he made. There's nothing that's changed. The Patriots aren't winning the division. I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, there's literally a better shot. Look at look that... at their schedule right now, Curtis. How many how many games do you think they're going to be favored in? The Patriots, yeah. I would say over under would be two and a half. Right. It's probably. At home against New Orleans. Mm, Derek maybe, Carr? Maybe. Depends how the first four games go. Uh, at Vegas, you could be favored. You'll definitely be favored at home against Washington and probably against Indianapolis. So four. Yeah. Four <laughs> seven that. Like, you're not even going to be favored in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Uh, what's, I'm sorry. we got to go quickly to Nick. I know we're running late. Uh, what, what detail are we missing, Nick? Hi, uh, you guys keep talking about Butler and uh, Belichick is definitely to share some blame for this, but I have one question. Who was the uh, uh, defensive coordinator when Butler was there? When Butler was there, Patricia. Right. Who was the offensive coordinator when Bourne was benched? Uh, Matt Patricia. Oh, well, that could be, you know. It's all Matt Patricia's fault. I, I, Nick, I got to tell you, I, I would love to blame Patricia for everything because I just find him to be a total pud. I think he definitely shares in the blame, and I think Bill... Bill went along with it, but I'm going to blame Patricia. All right. Well, that's a fair guy to blame. Everybody that's listening right now, go take a Prilosec because Danny from Quincy calls in next. Oh, man. Over an hour left. Flying by with my man Shine today. It's been uh, a good time. Ken is, uh, you know... Helping out with the fam in PA, so uh, we are blessed with the presence of uh, Chris Scheim. And the the always kind, well-reasoned, and even-keeled, even even-keeled, even, even keeled. Even keeled, uh, Danny from the South Shore. Good morning, Danny, and how are you on this fine Saturday? You must be talking about, oh, it's great, man. I love the tropical rain, brother. I hope it rains every weekend like this. This oh, is God. great. I got to tell That's you a quick, so we- quick weather yeah. take, Danny. I was down in Nashville, and... We think it's humid here. We, there was a rainstorm right before we teed off around 1, and then the sun came out. I have never been hotter in my life. It was like, it felt like I was in the hottest sauna on steroids. It was like 5,000 degrees. The air was thicker than anything I've ever felt in my life. The south is just I, I, different. Personally, Curtis, I love the tropical air. This is why when I see the weather chicks parading around the TV screen, moaning and groaning about the friggin' dew points, Oh, the dew points! Oh, they're coming! They're coming! These are the same people that will spend five grand apiece to go to the Caribbean to get the seventy-degree dew points in the winter. How I'm dare sorry. you talk about Curtis like it. that? I'm sorry. I said, how dare you talk about Curtis like that? I love it. 
above the tropical weather. We get it two months out of the year. Suck it up. I'm sick of the freaking winters. I hate it. I used to go to Jamaica. I lived in Jamaica for 35 freaking years. I'll take that any day of the week, my friend. And I love this tropical rain. And I'm, all, I'm home on the Quincy on the weekends. Whenever all the mass holes go to the Cape, I come back. When they come back, I go down. That's it. Anyway, that's my rant on that. I love um, it. <laughs> yes, sir. Go. <laughs> But, Curtis, you should be used to the hot weather, brother. You're, you go to Florida all the time, right? Yep. I mean, I'm, I just was saying that it's different there than here. We always like to compare the humidity. Yeah. I, I've been in Florida in a while. My parents are down there. Now they're up Yeah, here. but you don't go in the summer. You stay away in the summer. So that's kind of a fair-weather Florida guy, right? So, yeah, God yeah, forbid I, I, I go away here when it's cold. And when I, it's cold. I, I know right. that. So Why the real you? Floridians, they stay all year round. I'm not a real you know? Floridian. I've never been born there. What are you arguing? <laughs> you're all, but you're always telling people, Oh, just do what Tom Brady does. Go down there and live in the winter and come back in the summer. Hey, not everybody can do that, Curtis, you know? Well, that's called a snowbird. Google it. house down there. They can go down there anytime they want, live rent-free, rent right. and have a good time and come home. Danny, you know? did I say it was easy? I'm grateful for the opportunity. What are we arguing? All right. I'm triggering you, Curtis. All right. Oh, you're an idiot. So, Carry on. I need to ask Chime, before I end the call, I need to know what your conclusions are. I love all the revisionist... If I know, the revisionist history. It's okay. Why are the Patriots... Why, Danny, 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 this is not where Ken allows you to just dictate the six <laughs> things. Why are the Patriots where they are right now? If the, this didn't happen, if the okay. Saints didn't lose... We're going to do it one more time. We're going to do it one more time, Danny. Why are the Patriots where they are right now? Wait a minute. No, no, no. no. It, is, it is not your show. One day you'll have one, maybe. No, I'm asking I'm you... with a topic. No, there, there is no topic. It's just as Danny from Quincy. what you were talking about. Danny, I'm going to try it one more time. Why are the Patriots where they are today? Where are they, Curtis? You tell me. Well, ask Chime. One minute, Chime is on Matt okay, Jones' you can't answer a question. List, and then he's... And, and, so the coaches were at fault, Chime, right? For what? Last season? Sure. No, the no for Matt Jones' d- demise. No, I thought Matt right, Jones so stunk before he got drafted. Pick one side. Is what do Matt you mean? Jones- pick one- Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I have been anti-Mac Jones since before have. he was drafted. I'm still anti-Mac Jones. But just because I'm anti-Mac Jones. Today, then you end up agreeing with everything he says. Well, no, no, no. I, have that, I have that way with people, David. I yeah. just, just because I also think Mac Jones sucks, the, coach, the coaches sucked last year, too. Both right. can be right. true. Danny, do you have an opinion on the matter? All you do is talk about other people's takes. What, what no, is your no, opinion? Because, well, I'm, I'm, I'm commenting on what you said. Okay, I'm asking right? your yeah, opinion. We can, we, yeah, what we is your opinion? You know, Brady doesn't, if that tuck rule doesn't get okay, called, Danny, to the letter of the law, you the are deranged. Game, stuck <laughs> can, in the first can you half. issue an opinion? What is game Danny. with Ford lined up off. Okay, <laughs> I can bring you down. Thank God I have the, I have the controls today. <laughs> Danny, I'm going to ask you a question. Just give an opinion on anything without regurgitating something someone else has said. Team the three Super Bowl never <laughs> happens. Danny, never Danny, happened. Danny, it why are the Patriots where they are today? Why can't you answer a question? Danny. And you agreed with them, Shine. Danny. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do this again. Danny, I have you down because you keep talking without listening. Why are the Patriots currently projected to be in last place in the AFC East four years removed from the quarterback change. Well, if you want to project, go to Vegas, Curtis, and project all you want. Okay, what go do you project? Vegas, Danny, project. what do you think they'll do this season? What I do you project? Know, I'm not in the prediction business. So, Pick it and stick so it. So what's you know your opinion on the team, team Danny? Danny, Danny see, up, oh, there you go. We got a Felger mentioning. <laughs> what is, what is your opinion, Danny? Pick it and stick it. Danny. I have no idea 
with What is your opinion of the team? I know all the other teams may suck in the division. Okay, we're doing this one more time. Danny, <laughs> once you stop chat. yelling, I'm going to ask you to have an opinion on the Patriots. What, do you, what is your opinion of the team on June 24th? I don't know. I don't <laughs> there we go. Okay, good Unbelievable answer. phone wow. call. A guy talking about answer. Captain Fraud calling into this radio station, admonishing people for their opinions, and then totally unable to express a single opinion of his own. It is it is remarkable to me that he is coming at me for sitting on a fence or flip-flopping. I if There has been no one more consistent about Mac Jones in the city than me. Not a soul. I have wanted to burn Mac Island to the ground. Since before he even donned a Patriots I remember jersey. listening to the Midday Show, and you were out of your way saying that anybody that takes him in the first round is a moron. Yep. And then I remember the laughing of Gresh when, when they did end up taking him yep. in the first round. You've been here all along. I will stand by you in that regard. Huh. But it is just, I, I, I've known Danny a long time. I was interning at 1510 The Zone in 2003 with Ryan Rosillo and the Diehards, okay? Ooh. At Boston College, interning at 1510. He used to come in and sit in with Dave Jagler and Eddie Andelman with sweatpants on. And nice guy, but it's been 20 years. There's a reason he's never been actually in a studio behind the mic. Because he can't actually offer an opinion because he can't defend what's been going on. So when you back Belichick over Brady and you're wrong as wrong as wrong could be. There has never been a wronger take than the morons like Ken Laird who thought Belichick was more important than Brady. You all are buffoons. It's over, and I love being right. Boy, do I ever love it. But when you took that side, then you're unable to actually express an honest thought about the team today because doing so would force you to say, I was wrong. They're where they are now because Belichick lost his fastball and his quarterback. That's it. That's why they are where they are today. But Danny has the inability to do that, so he instead likes to go back and discuss everything we've said and then does his greatest hits of mentioning hosts across the street and that my parents live in Florida. But sadly, a sad day for Danny Ainge. I mean, for Danny Ainge. (laughs) Danny and Quincy. For Danny and Quincy, as once again, he is unwilling or unable or both to express a single opinion of his own that has nothing to do with something someone else has said prior to his call. But we still have an hour to go. 617-739-7937. Your calls as Shime and I continue to 1 o'clock. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.